When was the last time you attended a slumber party with your girlfriends and discussed issues on your heart? If you're like me, it's been quite some time. Hi and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I welcome you to tonight's Mommy Jammies Night. This is a time for you and my friends from around the world to join us live. Put on a comfortable pair of pajamas, pull up a chair, and settle in with your favorite refreshment. And prepare to be blessed as I welcome tonight's guest. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome. As you can see, we have an extra guest on the line, and tonight we have LaToya Edwards and her son, Lucas. Welcome, LaToya. Hello. It's good to be back, and it's funny. Normally, Lucas would be sleeping, but he decided he wanted to party tonight, too, I guess. That's okay. So tonight, um, LaToya, we are going to be talking about character, and so... Um, we are going to be getting started in just a few minutes, but I wanted you to share a little bit about yourself and your family. And I know you'll well, do more of that in your talk. Yeah, well, I am. got three boys. Uh, my oldest just turned 10, just entered the land of double digits and all of the fun and hormones that go with that. And then I've got seven-and-a-half-year-old, and then little man here is not quite one yet. And so we live in Florida. And we just kind of hang out and do school and do life and try to get through each day and still love each other at the end. Right, Martin? <laughs> oh, gosh. And, and it all works out somehow, right? And, and Yes, I'm we always make end. it through and wake up the next day and yeah. do it again. <laughs> well, I'm at the other end of the spectrum where now I see my kids growing up and leaving and it's, and it's a harder, um, you know, it, it, I don't think it ever gets easy. It's just different. So it's, it's you know, it's kind of bittersweet. I've, uh, my fourth is graduating this year, and I just think, well, what am I going to do without Annie? And she's still oh, debating where she's going to go to college. Um, she just can't make a decision. So, you know, I think it is going to be local. So I'm happy about that. But Fun. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, it's just kind of that that kind of, whole. Well, I kind of had that time. panic moment when my oldest turned ten, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I've only got eight more years. I'm running out of time." I know, <laughs> oh, right? I, I know. Yep. It all works out. Well, listen, we are going to get started with your talk. I'm really excited about it. And then at the end, for those of you listening live, if you have any questions, just uh, type them in the chat box. And for those of you um, who are listening um, in the archives, we really uh, encourage you to uh, visit LaToya's uh, website. Let me give you that link here. It is latoyaedwards.net, and she has a book uh, called Beautifully Broken, and uh, I'm sure you'll talk a little bit about that um, in your talk. If not, we'll get that at the end. And then also on the show page um, where this um this episode resides, you'll have all of the links to uh, LaToya, um, her book, and also um, her um, new business, which is selling some um, Usborne books, LaToya, and you've been um, doing that fairly recently, uh, but uh, you are enjoying that, and so what a perfect fit for, a, you know, a, um, a nice little business that you can run from home with little kids. Yes. All right, yeah, I try not to spend up all mommy's paycheck on new books, though. It's hard. I know, right? <laughs> That's what happens. 
Oh, gosh. But, you know, you need books for school anyway, so that will be the good thing. But, um, yeah, so if you want to help bless LaToya and her family, there will be a link there as well. All right, well, we are going to get started, and we'll be back at the end uh, to take some questions. Thanks for having me, Felice. It's so good to be here. Um, coming back to Mommy Jamie's night feels like coming back home, hanging out with, you know, my best girlfriends and just chit-chatting and catching up. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to introduce myself for anyone that doesn't know me. My name is Latoya Edwards, and I am a single homeschooling mom to three boys, ages 10 all the way down to baby. And you can find me at my blog, LatoyaEdwards.net, and there I share encouragement on how to find everlasting joy through all of life's trials by going by growing closer um, to Christ. So I share life coaching tips and encouragement for spiritual growth and faith. I share some practical, um, you know, parenting tricks and just anything that, you know, you would need in order to be encouraged and blessed no matter what you're going through. Um, that's what I'm passionate about, just really helping everyone to have joy, you know, and hope as we walk through you know, life and trials and different hard times. But today, I am here to talk about teaching character and instilling character in our children. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is why is character important? You know, this is actually a conversation that I have with my boys quite often. Mommy, why are you always on me to be honest? Mommy, you know, why is it important that I clean my room? Mommy, you know, why are you always on me to be obedient? And I just remind them that because, um, you know, as Christians, we really want to be instilling godly character in our children. We want to always be working to be more like Christ, and that, you know, entails having good and godly character. The Bible tells us, you know, in Proverbs 22, verse 6, that we are to train up a child in the way that he should go so that when he is older, he won't stray from that path. And part of that is training in character. So when I talk about character, I really um, am talking about different character traits. So being patient, being kind, serving, being obedient, having self-control, being tidy, being on time, being respectful. Those kinds of things are what I'm talking about um, when I talk about character. And it's so important that our kids understand and learn these lessons, especially at a very young age, because they are so necessary as you go through life. Um, I have one of my boys really has a short fuse. He struggles with his temper a lot. And so we spend a lot of time talking about the importance of having self-control and of using that self-control. And so as a child, I would, you know, this is what self-control means. This is what self-control looks like. And now that he's older, I say, you know, when you're a man and you're a grown-up, if you don't have self-control, here are some consequences. Like you might not be able to have a job. You know, you might not have any friends or you might end up in jail because you're letting your temper control you instead of being self-controlled. And so these are just the kind of lessons that we really want to instill in our children. Um, as a homeschool family, <coughs> excuse me, as a homeschool family, I got some great advice from a veteran homeschool mom years ago. 
and her advice to me was to spend those early years up until about age six really focusing on developing character in my children. Not to be, you know, reading and math and those kinds of things, but to really focus on can they pay attention? Are they obedient? Are they respectful? Can, you know, they follow directions? And I have found that focusing on developing good character is a great foundation, not only for homeschool, but for life. Because ultimately, and this is what I tell my kids, is that I'm on them to have good character, especially about listening and obeying, that it's not really about learning to listen and obey mommy or daddy or grandma or whoever, you know, mommy has left in charge of them for a time. But it's really about learning to listen and obey God ultimately. And so by training our children to have good and godly character, you know, when it comes to us and listening to us and being humble to listen to teaching and training, we really are ultimately training them um, how to listen and follow what God wants them to do. So there's this big controversy or debate um, among some people um, over whether character can be taught or if it's just simply caught, right? And so if people that say character is caught, what I think of when I hear that is that they're talking about leading by example. They're saying in order for your child to know um, how to be patient, to know how to serve others, to know how to be self-controlled, they need to see you doing those things. And I think of when I hear that character is taught, I think about teachable moments, right? When your child really wants that candy bar, but you've already told them that you're coming to the store for bread, milk, and eggs, and that there is no money for the candy bar, and they're starting to maybe have a temper tantrum. You know, those moments where your child is not exhibiting a certain character trait, and you take that moment, you know, to love on them and pour on them and encourage them to take off, you know, whatever the negative trait is and put on the new trait. So I actually think that character is both caught and taught. And the reason that I think that is because I think it is equally important to set an example as it is to engage in those teachable moments. Now, um, when I look in Scripture, I see Jesus doing both. I see him leading by example. I see him, you know, being that perfect example of what it is to have good and godly character. But I also see him teaching his disciples. Um, I like to joke that um, I'm kindred spirits with Peter. Peter has many teachable moments throughout the New Testament. Um, you know, he's kind of has a short fuse and he just kind of goes without thinking. And God, Jesus, is always taking those moments to teach and encourage him to be more godly, to be more holy. And I have taken that example with my children and I have started doing things like using really good books and stories to teach different character traits. Okay. So... I originally got this idea of using stories to teach character um, after reading some of the parables in the New Testament. You know, Jesus often used parables to make a point 
or to teach a lesson. Um, you know, often he would speak and, you know, you either got it or you didn't get it. Um, but I thought, wow, you know, Jesus would take very complicated things, but he would make it easy to understand just by simply putting it in story form. And so I have taken that kind of principle, and I use that with my children. So there's a few reasons that um, I think using stories work very well. Now, the main one, and I noticed this in my children, is that they don't always see their own behavior. Um, you know, I can point out to my child, you know, you really are complaining. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not, Mom. I'm just doing X, Y, and Z, right? Or, you know, honey, that wasn't very kind what you did. What are you talking about, Mom? I was just doing A, B, and C. So for my kids, I have found that they often will understand a lesson better if I can give them an illustration that doesn't include them. So here is an example. Um, there's a story, um, a kid's story. I love it. It's called Ping. Okay, and I, I don't know if any of you have read that with your kids. But basically, the summary of the story is there are some ducks, right, and they're out hanging out playing. And there's the call to go home. Well, one duck, Ping, one day, is so busy playing, he decides to disobey, and he doesn't answer the call. And so the story tells all of what happens to Ping after he's been disobedient. You know, life happens, he's disciplined, and at the end of the story, the next time that Ping is called to go home, uh, he obeys immediately. And so I was really having an issue with one of my boys on instant obedience. He would kind of lollygag and drag his feet and kind of get to things what he felt like doing. So one day we were reading Ping, and we were just having a little conversation, and he said, well, Mom, Ping should have obeyed the first time that he was told to go, and he wouldn't have had all that trouble happening. And I went, well, right. Kind of like how yesterday Mommy asked you to do this, you didn't do it right away, and you ended up being disciplined. My son was able to make the connection after hearing the story of Ping um, to what, you know, I had been trying to talk to him about for a few days. Um, and so that is just, you know, one example of how using books really helps to teach character. So I will say that I usually start off with my kids when they're very, very young. We start off with Bible stories, using those stories to teach character because the Bible has every, you know, trait that we need to know. It can be found in Scripture, and I really love having that foundation in the different Bible stories. So I will tell you a funny story. Um, I had been reading through the Old Testament with my boys, and I um, we'd been reading just any kind of story that I could find that was about obedience. So we read Jonah, of course. Um, you know, that's usually one of the stories that we hear think of when we think about obedience. We had read Adam and Eve. Um, we had read Cain and Abel. We had read Noah and Mark. We got to Jonah, and we read that story. Then a couple of days later, I was reading, and we got to a story where the children of Israel um, were kind of being disobedient, and in that moment, God opens up the earth and swallows them whole and then closes the earth back. 
Now, I often wondered, my youngest at the time, I think he was like three, maybe four. He was really young, and I wasn't so sure that he was listening or retaining the things that we were reading and we were talking about. Well, that night, when I was tucking him into bed, he wanted to say his prayer. And his prayer went something like this. God bless Mommy. God bless Daddy. God bless Brother. God bless my toys. God bless my bike. God bless my breakfast. And Lord, please forgive me for being disobedient to Mommy this week. Please don't send a fish to swallow me, and please don't make me fall down inside the earth and never come out. Now, that moment was quite funny for me, but it just solidified that what we were doing was working. He was listening. He was understanding and learning the different lessons. And so that is one way that I like to use Bible stories. Now, Bible stories aren't the only thing that you can use to teach character. As my kids have gotten older, um, just about anything that they can read or that we read together I use to talk about character. Fairy tales are a great way um, to learn about character. Um, I actually read the actual fairy tales. So we have Hans Christian Andersen, um, the Grimm's Brothers. We read through those. Um, If you have very, very young kids, I would scream. Um, You know, Disney does not represent all of the fairy tales accurately. They can be quite graphic. But what I love about fairy tales Um, and this is something that Charlotte Mason, you know, promotes in her way of educating children, is that it is a very clear good and bad, right? You don't have to wonder who the good guys are. You don't have to wonder who the bad guys are. And the bad guys are going to be punished in the end for being bad guys. And so I really like that. I like that we can read the actual story of Cinderella, and we can see that the stepmother and the stepsisters were not kind, were not gracious, were not loving, and how that, you know, ended up for them, and how Cinderella being kind and humble works out for her. Those kinds of lessons are, you know, really great to work on with your children. Now, the other thing that I really like are just classic kid stories. Um, You know, uh, I remember growing up, and The Boy Who Called a Wolf was the go-to story for a child that was struggling with being dishonest, right? Um, My mom used Little Red Riding Hood as a way to encourage me not to talk to strangers. Um, So those kinds of things, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, you know, you can talk about should Goldilocks have even been in the bear's house when they weren't home? Was it okay for her to break all their stuff? Those kinds of things. As they get older, look in what they're reading on their own as part of school or in their free time. Um, novels are great for that. Um, biographies. Um, my oldest is really into history, and so I love giving him little biographies to read about great men and women of history because there's lots of character lessons to learn in that, both good and bad. You know, we read Christopher Columbus's biography, and that was a great lesson in perseverance and not giving up even when things look bad. And, you know, we also learned a little bit about history, and, you know, we talked about, well, Was it okay to go to somebody's land and conquer? You know, just some really great conversations. And as your kids get older, um, you'll be able to pick up different things. Um, He is upper elementary, and we are just now starting to transition into 
comparing and contrasting. And so he might read, um, you know, a book that he's reading in history and a book that he's reading for fun, and I might say, hey, well, he was struggling with dishonesty and he was struggling with dishonesty. Which one handled it better, right? Or maybe compare, you know, Robin Hood to, um, you know, Sir Lancelot and, you know, the Knights of the Round Table, those kinds of things. So I've talked about, you know, mostly about teaching character. So I wanted to do just a really quick, like, just a practical application um, on what this might look like. And this is actually not my idea. This is my oldest son. He came up with this all on his own. We have been reading the classic Pooh series by A.A. Mill. And we were driving somewhere. And as we were driving, he suddenly had an epiphany. And he went, Mom, Rabbit has a temper problem just like I do. He could be a better friend if he would just learn to have self-control and control his temper. And I thought, yes, you're right. And so from then on, we kind of went through all of the characters and we talked about what their biggest struggle was and how they could overcome it, right? So we talked about how Piglet is kind of a scaredy cat, right? And he just needed to, to you know, buck up a little bit, and we would talk about how, you know, the Bible says God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, right? We talked about how Pooh can be a little on the greedy side, you know, but overall he's able to put that to the side to be a good friend. We talked about how Tigger can be a little more considerate, and so on and so forth. So when you are reading a story with your children, or a poem, or a fairy tale, or uh, Aesop's fables. Those are great for character lessons as well. The way that I like to begin is to pick a character, or two or three, you know, depending on the age and how much time you have, and just kind of make a list of the characters. So we're really going to focus on Robin Hood, okay? And as we're reading our story about Robin Hood, let's try to see if we can see what kind of character he has, and let's talk about those things. You know, is it okay for him to steal from the rich and then give it to the poor? Those kinds of questions. And then I always like to take the character that we are looking at, and I like to try to identify their biggest struggle, just one. One, you know, one character trait at a time. And then once I've kind of looked at the characters and identify what the biggest struggle is, I like to talk with my children about what they saw or they remember from what we've read. So if we're reading a story where the child is very disobedient, and I can't think off the top of my head, but we read one story where, I mean, the little boy was just, he just refused to listen. He was very naughty. And so I said, well, okay, well, let's talk about this. What are some instances that you can remember where he disobeyed? And we listed them out. Okay, now what were the consequences of those? And they were able to make the connection between his wrong choice and the consequences that he had to suffer. And a little caveat here, if your kids are old enough, try to get them to think outside of the consequences that 
directly affect that character because often, as we know, sin doesn't just affect one person. It kind of spreads around and affects everybody around them. So that's something even under my oldest child. Now, once I've gotten the character, their biggest struggle, and pulled out examples from the story of what they did, um, you know, that highlights that struggle, and what the consequences are, we then go to our Bibles and we look up to see what God says about whatever that person is struggling with. And I don't mean that we sit there and list, you know, every verse that we can find. Um, You know, two or three is enough. And then we kind of take all of that and put it together, and then we start talking about things like, okay, in this situation, if he was going to do things the way God says, what would that have looked like? Right? Now, I have to tell you that doing these kinds of exercises with my kids really makes a difference. Because when I see them struggling with something, you know, I can say, honey, do you remember when we read that story and that character was having a self-control issue? What did we talk about what he needed to do in order to overcome that? Okay. Well, I think that you're having a self-control issue right now. And maybe you want to try some of those things that we talked about before. That's where the training comes in, right? We're training our kids how to think about certain situations and character and their behavior and their choices the way that God does. So that's what I mean with the taught. Now, caught is easy. And I'm actually going to wrap up kind of with a little bit of the caught. When you're teaching, when we're teaching good character by leading by an example, don't think that you have to be perfect because we're not Jesus Jr. We're not going to walk around and be perfect at all times. It's not going to happen, right? I'm going to wake up one morning and look at the laundry spilling onto the floor and I'm going to complain, right? There's going to be times where I don't set that good example for my children. But the thing that I've learned to do is in those moments where my children are watching me is that when I speak something that I shouldn't, I will go back to my kids and I will say, hey, remember the other day when mommy was complaining about doing the laundry? You remember how the Bible says, you know, don't complain or mumble or grumble about stuff? I didn't really handle that well. I was wrong to do that. What I should have done was, X, Y, Z. And honestly, the more, I do this a lot. I'm always, you know, apologizing if I make a mistake. You know, I'm always quick to point out when mommy wasn't having, you know, I had a really bad attitude the other day. I really shouldn't have spoken to you that way. You didn't deserve it. Or you see how mommy kind of lost my temper with the waitress because, you know, she was taking a long time with our food. I should have been more patient and I should have offered her grace instead of my bad attitude those kinds of things. They will learn a lot from following our example. They will learn a lot from our willingness to be humble and teachable and say, hey, I messed up. And it just will reinforce the things that you are teaching and training them through the different stories and books (laughs) and people that you are exposing your kids to. So that is just a little bit about how I am using myself, and I'm also using things like, 
you know, books and stories to instill good and godly character in my children. And I just wanted to say one final thing before I close out. If you are a single parent like me, I really encourage you to seek out mentors for your children. If you have boys, you know, godly man to teach them what godly character looks like for a man. And I know that sometimes that can be a struggle. And this is another reason why I am such a huge advocate of using books and biographies as a way to teach character. Because if you can't right now in this moment find a man to hold up to your child to say, this is what a godly man looks like. This is what it means to be brave. This is what it means to be loving. This is what it means to be kind. You can find, you know, a story. You can say, okay, let's learn about King David. Let's read about, you know, Paul in the Bible. Let's read about Benjamin Franklin. Let's learn about, you know, a missionary, right? Let's read about Hudson Taylor. And these are all people with great, you know, good character that have done great things. They're not living now, but you can use their stories to instill those lessons into your children. So that's just my little encouragement for other single moms out there because I understand the struggle. And so before I sign off, I just really want to encourage you to come over to my blog. If you come to LatoyaEdwards.net. Um, I actually have um, some free offers over there that are going to encourage you. I have, you know, an offer that's going to help you find three ways to find joy in your circumstances. I have um, a link that is a three promises that God makes to single moms. And, you know, you'll be on my newsletter list, and I send just encouraging emails every week um, just to encourage you in your faith and your parenting and wherever you are. And it's been such a pleasure to be here and to share with you. And thanks. Back to you, Felice. Oh, LaToya, as usual, that is wonderful, and I really appreciate it. And, and guys, um, I have a post where this audio is going to reside, and there I have all of LaToya's links, um, as well as her link to her um, Osborne uh, page where you can help support her family um, with her home business. Uh, so, LaToya, um, that was su- such a funny story about your son. <laughs> oh, that was really that cute. It's one of my favorite stories to share. Um, at at seven and a half now, it embarrasses him when I tell it. But um, I said, you're never going to live that down because that was one of those moments as a parent where you just crack. And I, you know, gave him a quick kiss goodnight and ran out the room because it was just too funny. Yeah, that's a funny. Too, too funny. Um, well, Trisha has a question here. She said, LaToya, I love your heart and gentle spirit. You're doing a great job with your little guys. I have an adult daughter. Um, I have adult daughters, a teen daughter, and an eight-year-old son. I feel like I'm starting again with him. I love your ideas and reading suggestions. Thank you. So will you be um, – I'm sorry. I'll let you comment on that. Oh, I was going to say thank you. That's sweet. kind of <laughs> – I don't have quite the age gap, but going from seven and then down to baby, I kind of have that starting over again feeling myself. Um, yeah. That was so sweet of her to share that. Thank you. So are you going to be um, posting more stuff about your, um, you know, just some reading suggestions and things in your 
weekly evening that goes out, or is it more mostly just encouragement? What do you? It is mostly just encouragement. Every week, I send out almost like a personal letter, um, you know, for me to everybody on my list, and I just I'm sharing whatever's on my heart. Um, if I'm struggling with something, I will share that. If something really blessed me or encouraged me, I I always um, share those things. It's mostly just a way to kind of pour into other people because um, I know what it's like to go, you know, to go through those hard times and how important and how touching it is to have, you know, just those encouraging and kind, loving words. So that's what I send out um, each week. Um, every now and then I might share, you know, a resource, but it's mostly just me sharing my heart with um, anybody that was kind enough to give me their email address. <laughs> so, um, so you do have a blog, and so people can visit you over on your blog. And what what yes. do you blog about? Is it similar um, with the encouragement? It is. It's a lot of encouragement with some kind of practical things thrown in as well. So I, I'm sharing a lot about my faith. I'm sharing about, um, you know, just living intentionally, how to do everything from, you know, find five minutes a day to exercise to stay healthy for myself all the way down to, um, you know, working on developing spiritual disciplines in my life to grow that way. So almost any encouragement that you would need as a mom, as a woman, as a Christian, you know, I'm sharing a little bit of that um, on my site. Not a lot of homeschooling, but definitely a lot of faith, a lot of me being real about, hey, um, I totally forgot to wash the soccer uniform, so we had to dig them out of the hamper this week, um, just stuff like that. <laughs> like that That's hasn't right. happened to me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then also I want to remind everybody that um, LaToya does have a um, a uh, podcast on this um, site. So um, it's interesting. I was pasting it, and it doesn't want to paste. So let Uh-oh. me see if I can paste it over here. Um, yeah, so... You can visit her there, and she's got quite a few uh, podcasts there as well uh, that, you know, also are encouraging to women. Um, and so, well, it sounds like you need to get this little one to bed. I so appreciate you coming on and um, letting us hear the baby, and uh, we get to see pictures on Facebook. And so, um, you know, Latoya's um, over on Facebook, and, and uh, every once in a while she'll post pictures. So. It is wonderful to to follow lives of friends, and someday hopefully I'll get to meet you in real life. And uh, I know since we're so close, but we could never see you. Oh gosh, yeah. One time I was camping um, in Tampa, and and I tried to get you to come out to wherever we were, but I think something happened, and you couldn't. But yeah, that would have been fun. My 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 crew likes to fish, so wherever there's a campground where there's fishing, they're they're excited about that. So maybe next even time. if yeah, that'd be fun. Well, listen, God bless. Thank you so much. Um, I love your heart, Latoya, and thank you for sharing with all of us. Take oh, care. Oh, my pleasure. Okay? All right, bye bye. so happy you came to Mommy Jammies Night. Please drop my guests a line and let them know how thankful you are that they gave their time. And follow up with me on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network Facebook page or via email. God's blessings upon you and your family. Thanks for joining me.